Welcome back to the culture of safety. It's been a while. Hey, Matt. Yes, it has been. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing okay. So I know a lot of our fans, they were telling us that, um, hey, what's going on? How come you haven't put out an episode? Well, unfortunately, we did have a break in and there was some equipment taken. So we had to put the show on hiatus for a little bit mm-hmm. until we could recover all the stuff that we needed so we can continue recording. But we're back. We're back in the saddle. So yeah, you know, it, it kind of feels strange. Like I kind of missed this. I was like, man, I really do enjoy doing the podcast and interacting with everybody. So yeah, it's good. I feel good about getting back in the saddle again and and dusting everything back off because we used to do this pretty regularly and then it was like oh we we need to get back in the studio. It took like three weeks off. Yeah, it was I a did. long three weeks. Yeah, I think it's been like three weeks. Yeah, unfortunate that you know we got broken into, but we got it all figured out and uh, we're back. And I think we're taking some extra precautions now, or I'm taking some extra precautions now so that that doesn't happen again, hopefully. And, uh, we'll be good to go. So you're going to have like a, a guard dog with a gun. Mm, I don't know sh- about that. You have sharks with lasers on their head. That's now f- we're going to have to look into that. Yeah. I mean, I figure that's probably the most effective. Like if somebody were to kind of break in, you'd see, Oh dude, they have sharks with lasers on their heads. I wouldn't be. I don't know where the in. sharks are going to be at in here, but I mean, I don't know how you're going to keep a shark alive in, uh, in an office building, but Hey, you know, so it's, a, we're always good for a, a challenge, right? That's what we're going to do. We're going to do hypothetical, how to uh, write safety programs for crazy stuff like that. Like yes. uh, you're going to have to come up with uh, mitigations for protecting people from, from laser sharks, sh- laser beam sharks. Wait, what class laser is it? Class one? <laughs> CSP question. Uh, I actually did a lot of laser studying last year cause we were trying to make a laser alignment tool. Oh, and, uh, I think I reached out to a company called like Rockwell or something. They'd provided like a laser tr- safety training for me, but, um, like don't point it into your eyes. Dude, there's a lot when it comes yeah. to dude, lasers are dangerous. Well, yeah. Like not, I mean like when you start getting into the, I can't remember the classes off the top of my head right now, but when you start getting yeah, into, into the, the actual okay. like use, like a tool, like a tool laser, yeah, it's way more dangerous. Oh, like you can damage somebody's like eyes or like you can do damage to people like miles away from you. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane how, how far and how powerful they can be. Uh, and my, of course our engineer, he wants to over engineer everything. So he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get this laser. And I started looking into it and I was like, I think that might be overkill for us because like, we're, we're going to have to do a bunch of stuff. Tools. We're not trying to make lightsabers out here, bro. Calm down. That'd actually be pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, did you see the one that they made? On YouTube? With yeah, the, you made it out of plasma? It's more like a, uh, yeah, but it's more like a like a really hot torch. Well, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's just a plasma sword. But that's it's still really cool. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm sure it costs a ton of money to make, but hey, that's cool. Give me a lightsaber. But yeah, so today's topic, uh, I know we're kind of just going to go off topic just to get just to get one out just for our fans that we've had a lot of people listeners, uh, a lot of our fans and listeners have hit us up over our various social medias and emails and stuff like that. Just like, hey, what's going on, guys? You know, we're looking for some new content and stuff like that. So um, I figured, you know, we're back in December. So now it's going to be cold. So, you know, cold injuries can always be very likely this time of year especially early in the mornings lifting any type of um like stress or strain that you're gonna kind of have your guys do in the mornings i feel like especially in the winter time i mean bakersfield gets pretty cold i mean it's 40 i, yeah, I should say not, pretty cold i wouldn't say pretty cold but pretty cold for us i mean we're desert so we do have the high high swings where it gets really hot versus really cold where most places that just get cold it's just like, oh, it's nice. And then it gets really cold, like, you know, mm-hmm. sub-zero. It's not Mortal Kombat. I'm talking about sub-zero temperatures. No, I got you. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if I know too much about the whole stretching and the cold stuff that like we were talking about before, but I think outside of just those kind of injuries, the winter brings a lot of different, it brings in a, a whole new like set of yeah. potential hazards or injuries that can occur just during the winter time that don't exist. Yeah. Cold, during other rain, times of the year. fog, snow. I mean, for sure. Driving conditions like those things can change for sure. I think minute the, to minute sometimes. The last company, I think last year, my company, not in my division, of course, because where we live, we don't have to worry about this, but we had a rash of like uh, people slipping in ice and slipping in snow. Yeah. And the types of shoes that they had to wear and spikes on the bottom of their shoes and uh, like kind of doing some digging into what the bottoms of your shoes need to be like and how and coefficient of friction, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so, I mean, it brings in a whole, a whole host of new, new things. So, oh, yeah. One of the things that I've, I've seen, kind of change over the many years is not just not just the ergonomics like exercising and stuff like that but you know just with like circadian rhythms and stuff like that like people because there's there's a change in the daylight hours so obviously you know we have less daylight here in the northern hemisphere during the winter time that people can have problems adjusting or um, i'm gonna try to remember the specific name of this but it's seasonal affect disorder don't quote me on that but it, it's like like the winter blues, like people get really moody because they're not getting enough sunlight. And that's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a biological change mm-hmm. in the body and the mindset and where people aren't as focused at work. They don't have the high, high energy like they do during the sum, the summertime. And I want to say that's the, that specific term. I guess I'm sure someone's going to like, no, Joe, you're an idiot. It's, I it hope is. So. but th- that's what it is called. It's, it's the, it's the changing of the seasons. And because we're not getting enough sunlight that it, it produces like a, almost like a lethargic yeah. um, response in a lot of people. And it's something that you you should be on the lookout for within your employees. You know, Hey, are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough rest? And I know I've, I've been personally affected by it before where I don't sleep as well or I'm work I notice I'm waking up early in the morning because my body still hasn't adjusted to the the earlier time that the sun rises. So you I mean you know like it it'd be like five o'clock in the evening and it looks like it's nine. You're like, dude, what time is it? Dude, it's five o'clock. It feels like it's nine o'clock. Yeah. Once the especially when the change is barely starting to happen, I get my body just gets so thrown off of what's going on. Exactly like you said right now. Like I'll be like, what is it? Like nine, ten? And it's like, no, it's six. Right. And so I, I always try to encourage my employees, especially when I talk to them, is like, uh, just be cognizant of it. You know, uh, right now, unfortunately, too, with the holidays, we're going to be eating worse. We're going to eat like crab. We're going to eat a lot of sugars. I know we're going to eat high fats. Though. So, you know, like, like the good we, stuff. If we if we jog back to one of our first episodes, we need to make sure we're eating healthier options, you know. Tamales, tamale. Uh, I do. I am looking forward it's to tamale some good tamales. Ah, uh, yes. And it's funny. So my wife, she's um, I, she's not Mexican. She's Hispanic. She loves tamales, and of course, this time of year, we always buy a couple dozen. I'm just like, meh, tamales, whatever. But during this time of year, I'm like all about it. The rest of the year, I'm like, I don't care about tamales. Yeah, I'm won't. not on the lookout for tamales most of the year, but around this time, yes, just because sir. like I don't know what it is. It's just it like this like is the time. And their mom makes them on the side. Ready. I'm like, heck yes. Oh yeah, especially where we work. I don't know how it is for other areas, but where we work, I mean, I'll have people hitting me up. Hey, hey my grandma's tamales? making some tamales. Yeah, bro. Ten dollars a dozen or whatever uh-huh. it is, and I'm like, all right, let me get three dozen. And I, I did a lot of scouting this year for my wife and I was talking to a bunch of people like, Oh yeah, we make tamales. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me see. And I tell them, give me a free sample. Let me see what you got. 
That way I can, because you know, some tamales are. They're really so different. Like they could be so different from person yeah. to person. And actually, there's a bunch of different from one culture to another. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so, El Salvadorian tamales, yeah. Mexican tamales. They Even within Mexico, there's different. There's different areas. Yeah. I I love it, but I not think, really a safety topic. But whatever. It is safety because you know you need to, the complex carbohydrates to make sure that your brain is functioning. You need the brain sugars, right? Okay. <laughs> Food safety. Food Where is it being safety, prepared? Make at? sure that you eat at least two or three tamales. At least two <laughs> or three for safety reasons. And if people ask you, well, how come you have so many tamales for safety reasons? And tell them about this podcast and you know they can like us and enjoy the content that we put out. I like it. Um, so go ahead. Oh, something? I was gonna say, yeah. So one of the things that like I said, you have to look out for is not just the the changes with the weather. Of course, we're talking about the, you know, snow the rain you know it being cold but also the biological factor and and how oftentimes you know we're still working at the same hours we're still working eight to five or whatever the hours that you work it's just with that with that circadian rhythm it's going to throw you off and then of course again eat not eating healthy is going to throw you off as well which can lead to you know uh uh, increase in incidents so i mean you're thinking we already had covid right so everybody's stressed about covid we're worried about christmas uh, or other any other holiday that you guys celebrate. We're worried about spending time with family. If we can spend time with family, if we mm-hmm. can't, how are we going to change it so we can, you know, um, f- um, how should I put this gently? Um, make everybody feel comfortable, right? Suit each everybody's needs. So, like for for like me, my parents, they're older. They're in that set that you got to be watching out for. So me and my wife are, I'm not, I'm not going to say the word quarantining. That's the word that she used, but we're going to be kind of like reducing our, you know, potential exposures. Yeah. Potential exposures because, you know, we're, we're thinking, okay, well in two weeks we're going to be, we're going to be meeting up with them. Mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to have that, that exposure. I don't want to have the risk of getting them. So me and my wife have have talked Oh yeah, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to do anything. We're going to interact with anybody. We're just going to stay home, be good in that. After which we're going to go to her family and her family's huge. And, you know, like I said, I told my wife, I'm not afraid because I'm not in the subset. I exercise. I'm pretty sure if I, if I do get COVID, I'll probably be fine. I'm not too worried about it, but I am worried about getting other people who may be affected, giving them, giving it, transferring it to them. Mm -hmm. So that's why I told my mom, Hey, how about instead of doing Christmas afterwards, we'll do it before me and my wife and my sister, we all came to the agreement. We're going to kind of lay low. And we're going to eventually, you know, when we do spend time with our family, we'll be able to do that. And it, it that in itself is stressful because you're like, okay, well, can I go to the store? Should I go to the store? Can I not go to the store? You know, I, I feel like that's a conversation a lot of people are having right now is like, is, you know, family members, especially the older ones. You want to spend time with grandma and grandpa, mom and dad. And they may be in those subset of groups where they could be, you know, where it could be fatal to them. So it's like, I know that's an additional stress people have. I'll be honest with you. I know that these stresses are going on because I can see it when people are driving. I've almost gotten in almost eight accidents in the past three weeks. And I mean, like people almost hit me or yeah, it was just a bunch of craziness Hmm. and it had nothing to do with me. I'm driving normally fine. It's just, I see these crazy people driving around and I'm like, Oh, gotta watch out for that person. And so what I do is of course I create distance and stuff like that. So I make sure I stay away from those people. But I, I noticed that, a lot of people are on their phones right now. A lot of people are agitated. A lot of people are overly stressed. I mean, I can imagine if you at least had a job throughout the, the the coronavirus pandemic, that's awesome. You know, you don't have that much stress, but there's a lot of people that are still unemployed. I know a lot of people are still unemployed 
you know, and they might not, they might not get a job back. And I know people that are unemployed and have been unemployed so long, they're running out of their benefits. Yeah, they're supposed to be running out next month. I believe January 30th is the the cutoff. So you're right. A lot of people are going to have that stress too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I might not, I might not get a, a, an addition or what is an extension. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are stressing out and, and I'll be honest with you. It's sad. But I hear every day all these long-term established companies, 20, 30, 40 years, are going out of business. And they're like, you know, well, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Those are people out of, out of work. People that in the oil fields, oil and gas isn't going to probably come back for some time. So that's going to be another big, huge hit to a lot of families. So, you know, again, remember, these are the people that are going to be out and about driving in the, in the freeways and just realize that they're going to have a lot of stress. And and. Pass that on to your employees. Tell them. Let them know. I tell my, no joke, I'm sure everybody at my office is tired of me telling, but as soon as I walk out that door or before, as I'm walking out the door, I tell them, hey, guys, drive safe. There's crazy people out there. Just to give them that reminder every day. Hey, I almost got into seven accidents, eight accidents in the past couple of weeks getting on a freeway. The interesting one happened to me yesterday was I was coming off the freeway and I was going on this road and I think the, the lady, she was mad at the guy that was behind her. But I kind of slipped in between her and him unknowingly. She gets in front of me, like swerves in front of me and starts jamming on the brakes and starts, you know, giving me the finger. And I'm like, I'm looking at at my co my employee. Um, and I'm looking and she's laughing. What's going on? I'm like, I have no idea. This lady's just yelling at me and flipping me off for no reason. She was coming from a completely different street. I think she I told her I, I think she's mad at this other guy that I'm in front of and she thinks it's me, but who knows? I was going to say, I'd have to look it up, but a few years it's ago, seven. we started a, a campaign where every December, we that was our focus for the month of December with the employees. Like, Of course, we have lots of things, but well, yeah. uh, But driving uh, during December, I, I don't think it had the highest amount of vehicle accidents, but there's something specifically in, in December that happens with driving. I'm sure it's like vehicle like incidents. It's or either, fatali- like it's either the number of fatalities or it is something like that, but there's something specific that happens in December. It's the reason we made it this month for uh, driving safety, but um, for sure, I think it just, it goes along with what you're saying is that I don't know if it's just the distractions of the month. Cause even prior to COVID, this was what, this was a statistic that existed, a statistic that existed. That's yeah, not you're right. Uh, but maybe it's just the distractions of the holidays. Maybe it's everybody's traveling. Maybe it's a lot of people off work and there's more people on the road. I don't know. Well, but I, I always chalk it up to all those factors. Like you said, it's, it's the holiday season. So what are we doing? We're kind of scrimping and saving a little bit of money here. Well, I don't have to pay that bill or maybe I'll pay half or one. I know the thing too is maintenance and maintenance on a lot of vehicles tends to go down. So it's the worst time of the year to skip your maintenance, right? You have less friction on the road, you know, ice and snow, and you have heavier traffic, like you said, people are driving more. Plus, you're talking about holiday stresses, so people are in the right mind, or they're thinking, "Hey, oh man, you know, I may make sure these gifts are here." And, and I'm sure it's it's probably the worst time. We say it's the best time of the year, but it's probably the worst time of the year for incidents. You know, I'm sure yeah. a lot of companies are going to see an uptick in incidents, either with just vehicles or or personnel as well. <clears throat> yeah. So not to sound dark or anything, but um, one thing that I, I that I also know happens a lot in this time of year is there's a lot of depression. A lot of drinking and a lot <laughs> higher, suicide. a lot of higher drug use. I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> well, you were going to go dark. Let's go dark. But, but no, those things, right. those things affect. I mean, they could affect us. Uh, even even our employees at work. You know, like if there's employees at work that are suffering a little bit of a, a depression during yeah. this time of the year, that can affect their the way they do the their work, job. Yeah, it could affect uh, if they make a, ba- a bad decision because they're distracted. 
Um, I, I was thinking that was why we did, um, vehicle driving in the month of December, because it has the highest death rate, I think for impaired driving. Yeah. I think our previous trainer, she lost uh, a couple friends in the month of December to impaired mm-hmm. driving. That's why she was really big on it. But, um, that, that is for sure. Another distraction that could yeah. affect your employees. You, you have holiday parties. Well, maybe, maybe not this year, but you'll have holiday parties throughout the, the, the month. So yeah, you're right. There's going to be a higher percentage of impaired drivers. Like you said, depression, depression and alcohol or, or, or drugs, you know, and we can talk about the correlation between people that do, you know, higher excessive amounts of alcohol or drugs and showing up to work, even if they are sober, right? We can talk about how they're probably malnutrition. They're probably not thinking correctly and all that kind of stuff. So they're more prone to injury. So yeah. It, and I always tell people, for, at least for me, you know, I guess it's more aware this year than any other year just because of the COVID additionally, but you know, I make sure I tell my employees, like, look, man, I understand that, you know, I, I preach safety all day and I can preach it blue in my face. But right now it's a dangerous time for everybody. You know, just driving on the street, you could be the most safest driver. But if you have somebody who's over here, belligerent, drunk, having an argument, whatever the issue that they're having, mm-hmm. it can easily affect you. You can be an unfortunate statistic where you were coming back from the mall. You're going to go spend time with your family and someone T-bones you because they ran a red light because they were on their phone or fighting with people on the phone. It doesn't matter. So just always be extra cautious, extra aware, you know, just understand that the holiday stresses bring out in people. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of bad side. But yeah, there's a lot of suicide, suicides this side of the year too. So I know if I, we're going to go dark, let's I go knew, dark. I knew it's that was statistic too, but I wasn't going to say that part of it. I was just going to yeah, talk yeah, about the other part like, of it. Let Joe say it. Because that doesn't affect our work. I mean, it yes, does. It does. But they do but it at like, work. It's not going to cause an incident at work. Oh, God, if they did it at work, that would be terrible. Yeah, that would suck. Well, it can. I mean, think about if, if like, you have a small company or even, like, a moderate-sized company. And let's say let's say you. I know that you're very popular with your company. And let's just say you have a definite death in the family, you know, whether it just be COVID-related or, or, you know, just natural causes. Or even worse, you know, maybe one of these incidents we're talking about. You know, you're if you have a bunch of people that, you know, are are close with you, that can affect them at work because they're going to be thinking like, man, oh, poor Matt. And oh, I, I couldn't imagine going what he's going through, you know, especially right now. I know that's that's a lot of a lot of people are probably going through that. They're probably going through their holiday without their loved ones. And yeah, that can totally affect them. They're they're not in the right mindset. And we're not we're even though you're not at work because you're on like family medical leave or grieve leave or whatever it can still affect people that are close to you. Cause now they're thinking, oh, man, poor Matt, he probably, he's probably struggling right now. And what can we do for him? It's, it's tough. So what do you think? So every year, every year, right? Every company I've ever been at at this time of the year, that's always the thing that usually like, you know, higher level management or you call it like the C-suite executives or when they give their messages, it's, Hey, we understand that this year, especially this year, especially but this, this time year. of year is filled with distractions. And they always give the message like stay focused, uh, don't let distractions bother you. Okay, we get it. Like we yeah. know that's what we'd have to do. But how do we really combat this time of year's distractions? Like what do you th- like what do you think helps the employees not be distracted? So one of the things that I definitely like to do is just give them information that they can use. You know, I I always ask them, hey, when's the last time you did a uh, check on your smoke detector? Right? You if you haven't done it, you should have done it. You know, during Halloween. You know, when's the last time you checked the treads on your tire? Right. Just kind of just like, hey, you know, kind of remember, oh, damn, that's right. I was supposed to do that. Just kind of like a the quick reminder. I mean, I'm not going to I can't do a follow up on every single employee, but I try to just give them a good reminder of things that they need to ensure that they're doing. 
Mm-hmm. When's the last time you have a, a fire extinguisher check? Do you have a fire extinguisher? Do you have one in your kitchen, one in your bedroom? You know, if not, then I tell them, hey, if you don't have that, here's a resource that you can do. Go here, do this, this is how much it costs, all that kind of stuff. Saying, you know, kind of trying to stay away from the generics, like, oh, yeah, stay focused and be vigilant, guys. Because uh, what does that mean? What does that look like? Exactly. That's why I was saying, yeah. like, like, give them concrete, yeah. informative things that kind of let them, like, trigger something. Oh, yeah. Because I guarantee you, uh, not every single one, but a good portion of them are going to remember when they get in their car. Oh, yeah. Joe said, remember to check my tires. What you about, know? so... So the things that you're recommending right there, a lot of it, I think it's good and it's helping. A lot of it seems like it's stuff off the job. You think that helps them still on the job? Well, of course, hundred percent, because, you know, like we hit, we've, we've said before in a lot of our episodes that work isn't the end of where accidents happen. A lot of accidents happen outside the home. And again, with, with the way that we think is that we need to make sure employees are safe a hundred percent of the time, because if you have a highly valued employee, even if it's not a highly valued player, if they're just somebody whose job is essential, quote unquote essential, and they get hurt off the job, they can't work, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say even if it was like a, a receptionist, the recep- receptionist is belligerent, gets hurt, whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, they get hurt. Now you have to find some, you have to spend money, right? You have to spend time and money to file that position either temporarily yeah. or until they're able to come back to work because they can't come to work hurt. Because then all of a sudden they're going to get hurt again. And then who bought it? Mm-hmm. Now you bought it as an employer. And now you're you're forking over three, four times the amount of money when you didn't have to fork out anything. Yeah. So and that's that's the kind of thing I want to uh, give that message is not always about work. Yes, it translates into work as well, because you should if you're driving a vehicle for a company, definitely check it. But check the ones on your on your car, because hopefully, hopefully the employers have it has a good maintenance program on their vehicles or whatever. Whatever the situation, fire extinguishers, smoke detectors, all that mm-hmm. stuff, that should be taken care of because obviously the company has a lot bigger pool of money. People at home may not have those resources, and it's always important just to remind them, hey, don't forget, this is the time of year you're hanging up ele- electrical equipment, fire safety, make sure you have fire extinguishers, make sure you have smoke detectors, make sure you you check the the wiring on your on your your blow up dolls or your your Santa Clauses and your reindeers and all the, the icicle lights. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have said blow up dolls. <laughs> I was like, oops, I, I should have said that. Chris- I don't know what kind of Christmas you're having. Inflatables. But... I meant inflatables. <laughs> yeah. I meant inflatables, everybody. Okay. No, that makes sense. I see what you're saying. Kind of like, I, I, it definitely makes sense. Cause I know you say that a lot and I think you're just saying pretty much like reinforcing the culture of safety the outside of, safety. of work. Yes. It's just developing those behaviors in the person, not yeah, saying, Hey, at work, you got to do this. Yeah. And I feel like if, if we can make an effect outside of work, then they're more likely going to do it at work. Right. You know, a lot of times the, we take stuff from home and we bring it into work, make safety at home. You know, if you're bring, if you're, I'm sure. And that's one of the things I'm going to research when I, when I get a little bit down the road, probably for my doc- doctoral program is I want to find a correlation between people who are safe at home and they're safe at work. Cause I, I, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're safe at home, why would you go to like, Oh, I'm safe at home all the time, but at work, hell no, I'm gonna be dangerous. That sounds like a great place to be dangerous. Like, no, like no. people that are generally safe that are safety minded at home are probably going to be high, more safety minded at work. And so I feel like if we can, we can push that like, Hey, be more safe at home. It'll probably pay dividends down the road at work. They're probably gonna be more safe at work especially when they're doing more dangerous tasks. 
So, I mean, I always try to, I always try to, especially when I go back to my ambulance days and, and just seeing all the accidents people had and like, man, like it's dangerous out there. And a lot of them don't know that. Mm-hmm. So I think just educating them and reminding them like, Hey, these are things that you probably should double check. If you haven't checked, go check it. You know, and I, you know, maybe I need to do some follow up and ask him like, hey, did you actually go and check it? They're like, no, Joe, you're stupid. Oh, well, I'm just full of hot air, I guess. I will say hanging Christmas lights is probably one of the most dangerous things I do every year, even though I take precautions and I like I actually do some of the stuff like you're talking about. Like I I check to make sure my ladder's in good condition. I make sure I'm following the four to one rule when I lean it up against my house. Like. I'm because I we do right, this for a living. Right, you imagine you got but hurt, it's still like, dangerous. Really? <laughs> like it it's, is. It's still dangerous to because some there I have some peaks on my house that are that are pretty high, and I have to actually go all like up the extension all the ladder way up so, to the top. Yeah, uh, it's either that or get on my roof, which is kind of even more sketchy. Even more sketchy because now I'm leaning over the edge of a roof, which is not a good idea. Yeah, so. and you don't have any type of way to stop your fall. So yeah, no, hundred percent. A lot of people, a lot of people get hurt this time of year. You're using scissors, using knives, you're cooking. Um, especially with, you know, a lot of people who've never done turkeys or you're going to deep fry turkey. You have the, the dangers of that. Videos. So yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Huh? They put in like a partially frozen turkey and then it just, it just yeah, goes the, crazy. The, the ice expands mm-hmm. the what, 315 the times mm-hmm. and pushes the oil out and all over that fire. And man, I just love watching Big that fire. fireball. <laughs> I was like, imagine though, because you imagine that's happened to somebody. I'm sure it's happened to many people before, and it's just holy cow! I can imagine being there. The turkey? No, when you're when they're putting in the turkey, and then that happens, oh, and you're yeah. there, and like in plain sure clothes, you're like, oh, hundreds, if not thousands of yeah, times. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just I, you know me. I'm a firefighter, so I love watching the watching the fire. I'm like, yes, a little pyro ish. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, can we watch that again? Yeah. No. <laughs> Is it just me? No. Okay. Never mind. I'll just be quiet. But yeah, and no, I think it's, it's really important. Again, we have to stress it. I want to make sure this, that, you know, if whenever you guys are interacting from now and I'll probably see even after Christmas, probably until February, at least just make sure you just kind of push that. Hey guys, drive safe. It's crazy out there. Just give them a, a friendly reminder and, and just push that narrative, not just to your employees, but your coworkers as well. Right. So the people in the office, people, you know, in the field everywhere, just, Hey guys, just be extra careful. Send the message out check your vehicles, whatever it is that you guys, you know, specifically have in your area, you know, think about like, Oh yeah, we have an additional rain. Check your treads guys, check uh, tire inflation. You know, when you come out of the summer, right. Hot air expands, cold air contracts, you're going to have less tire pressure. Make sure it's up to, up to snuff. Make sure that you're not catching. If you work, if you're working in California, check your tires periodically. I've caught in three nails in the past, like three months because of all the construction around the area. So yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I believe it. Anything else on winter? Um, yes. Are we uh, gonna name this episode "Winter Is Coming"? Like, I mean, I guess. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've never watched the show. What? Yeah, I, I'm. I don't really watch a whole lot of TV. I'm not Dude, really a TV I, watcher. I, Although I will have to, because this is our first episode since then. We have to pay our respects to Alex, Alex oh, Trebek. Oh no. yeah. Yeah, he died. I was pretty sad about that. I've all. I've always been a fan of Jeopardy. I watched a lot of Jeopardy yeah. when I was younger, teenage years and stuff. It's a uh, Full disclosure, that's one of my dreams to be on Jeopardy. <laughs> to be on Jeopardy? To win, well, the dream is to be a champion. So win one. I figure if I win one, I would put that like the first thing on my resume. Like, oh yeah, I was a Jeopardy champion. Oh, really? Yeah, I won one. I'm only one hundred dollars, but I still won <laughs> and it doesn't matter. On the uh double God dang double uh Double Dare? 
No, not Double Dare. <laughs> I keep trying to say Double Dare, but I know that's not what it is. It looks double like Jeopardy. I, I want to go on Double Dare too. Are you gonna Are you gonna go all in on Double Jeopardy, or yeah. are you gonna be a weenie and just bet? First of all, small if you don't go all in. That's that's a Holzhauser. That's his saying. But no, yeah, I'm gonna make it a true daily double. A true daily double. There true you daily go. double. Yes, sir. I couldn't think of it. Daily double. Yeah, as a daily double. Yeah. And even if I lose all my money, I'm like, I did it. Are you one of those guys that if you're at zero and you can bet, I think up to a thousand, two thousand. You're gonna do the two thousand? I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't have zero. Thanks for for having no faith in me. No, I think you'll be negative, but oh, I said wow. zero, so I'm leagues smarter than you. So we'll see. One day, was we'll one day, dude. It's so oh, I, I I like Jeopardy, but it's so random. Like I could have a uh, a couple topics where I know everything, and then I can go a round of Jeopardy where I literally know like You're no like, answers. I have no idea what these authors are even. Who yep. who the heck are these people? Yeah. I do. I usually do fairly well. I I actually, I'll be honest with you, I do really well on Jeopardy. I've been watching it for years, so I got quite a uh, um a menagerie of of off off color topics mm-hmm. that people are like, "How do you know that?" I don't know. Just random uh, random facts. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some announcements. We do. Uh, yes. So one, uh, first of all, we want to say congratulations to John McCann. Oh, he yeah. was one of our guests, one of our first guests. He actually got his CSP. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to bring him in I the studio, but I want to say he graduated with his bachelor's too, right? That was a while back. It was though. a while. It was a while back, but I want to say just recognize him for both. I think, yeah, I think that was, it was a at least few a couple, months ago. Like, it was like four or five months ago, something yeah, a few like months that. ago. But he got a CSP two weeks, like a couple no, weeks ago, two weeks ago, yeah, maybe ago? two weeks. But yeah. yeah, he got a CSP. So congratulations to him, making yep. us all look bad. Thanks, John. And another listener of ours is Abraham. He actually got his CHST. Cool. So yeah, you know, you guys, when you guys pass them, let us know, and we'll call, give your names out there. And congratulations, guys! If you guys need, you know, help with any stuff, we have study material, whatever you guys need help I don't, with. You do. I know I do. Yeah, I'll give it to you for free. No worries. It's. I think I have. I want to say I have it all. I have ASP, CSP, SMS, OHST, and CHST. I think I know the OHST is a little bit dated, but the CHST and everything else is pretty pretty current so yeah just give us a, a shout out um go, don't forget our uh, instagram the popular safety guys um the culture of safety at gmail.com um our facebook page our reddit account our tinder account our nope. bumble account nope um only fans no nope. we got really big on only fans nope um what is the other other stuff i forgot all the other ones we don't have a twitter i don't know if i want to do a twitter I've, n- I've never had a twitter Eventually, we're going to be doing a YouTube channel. So, um, of course, we're going to make an announcement for that. So, uh, look out for that soon. We're going to make a YouTube channel. We're trying to make a little bit of both, doing both the um, podcasts. So, if you guys want to listen to it at work, you guys can just look at the YouTube channel. Or um, we're also going to do some, you know, learn how to do some basic safety stuff. Uh, initially, we're going to probably just focus on, again, on the entry level, get people up to snuff, and then we'll move into mid and, and upper le- uh, level management and stuff like that. So, yeah, cool stuff. Cool beans. Hopefully, I wanted to get McCann in here until he can talk while it's Heck fresh yeah. in his head. Uh, probably not, because I don't want him in here making us all look. Like, oh yeah, it was so it was so easy. And oh, Joe, how come we don't? I have don't think he'll say way. it was so easy. He's gonna say. I mean, I think he studied like. I'll be quite honest with you. Bit. It's not super duper hard. I mean, well, I, he. I, I think if you've passed the ASP already, well, like, yeah, that's, you're pretty close. That's how it's supposed to be. The ASP is supposed to be the fundamentals. Like if, like you have a good base knowledge of safety and then the csp is supposed to be just exp- uh, experience but we can get some inside knowledge on what kind of so he, he got a couple questions. he got a couple different study materials and then he was kind of explaining to me like 
So here's what this one told me to do. Here's what this one told me to do. And here was my experience on the test and how it kind of met up with exactly. these. So I think it's fresh in his head right now. I was going to bring him in today, but he wasn't feeling well. And with this whole COVID He's thing, I was got like, the eh. rounds, bro. he doesn't. He got tested negative already. But okay. I don't know if I'm well, going to I think you talk. have to say that, right? You can't know. Like, tell everybody. <laughs> he got the Rona. But uh, hopefully we can get him in here soon. And he can. He, he said he would come in. So he, he can, better. He can explain it. We know where he lives. So we'll burn down his house if he doesn't come in. So Exactly. <laughs> Look forward to that, guys. All right. Uh, outside of that, stay safe, everybody. Yes, stay safe, guys. Have a good, uh, you know, thing. I was gonna say Thanksgiving. Have a good holiday season. Thank what? you for listening. All right, bye. <laughs>